So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, this one's gonna be about long-term versus short-term goals or just being long-term or short-term focused. And we're also going to talk about some Reddit questions, I guess, and or some Quora questions, because I kind of feel like that these questions are pretty valuable and also pretty helpful, you know, on both platforms, actually, even though I would actually say that the Reddit questions are a tiny bit better to not really kind of fuck with the communities right now, but I kind of feel like they are a little bit better, you know, just not in terms of the quality, but maybe just in terms of the diversification they are having or something. <laughs> but yeah. As always, we're gonna talk about it after the intro a little bit more. More in detail, maybe. Or something, I don't know. But with that being said, hello, welcome back to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics fucking podcast. And I am pumped. I am really pumped for this episode. So if you're also pumped, then please like it right ahead. If you're on a YouTube video, but, you know, just because it's actually a pretty good translation, if you're on a YouTube video and you kind of feel like, well, it is a podcast, you know, just because it is probably going to be in the title that it is a podcast, the link is down in the description. You know, if you want to actually listen to the whole experience, if you actually want to have it as, with, as if it would be an audiobook, then please go down into the description. There is the link to the podcast and this link should, you le should lead you to a page where you can also choose where to listen to the podcast on because... You might be listening on Apple Podcast, you might be listening on Spotify, on Castbox, on Stitcher, or, or on any other platform, you know. The podcast is hopefully going to be there as well. But yeah, as I said before, in the first place, we're going to talk about short-term versus long-term, which is actually something that I really like to talk about because I've actually realized that it incorporates all the other things that I'm also talking about really, really often. So it's quite, it's quite one of the things that's kind of basically summarizing everything kind of, that I'm talking about. And afterwards, we're going to go through some Reddit questions. And I do hope that then I'm able to provide a lot of value and a lot of insights into things, I guess. And I'm hopefully also going to have a lot of answers and pretty good answers to all the questions that I'm going to go through. I don't know how long this episode's going to be, but I'm just going to start. You know, I'm actually having some notes, you know, because I uh, have had quite some time today in the train when I was riding home or when I was taking the train home. And yeah, just because unfortunately my PC wasn't charged or my laptop wasn't charged, therefore I wasn't able to cut the fucking video, therefore I had, I had to just cut the video right now, but yeah, or just before the episode actually. But let's talk about long-term versus short-term. It might be actually one of the things that you have been heard, that you have been heard before about or something, because I think it's actually a pretty common topic that a lot of the self-development interested people are either talking about and or just kind of also reading about. You know, if you're interested in self-help and self-development, all those things, it's probably one of the things that you've been just reading. But at my point of view, it is something incredibly interesting and also incredibly valuable. And one of the examples, and it's probably going to be one of the examples that I'm always going to come up with, is smoking. If you're smoking, it's... Something that's so fucking short-term thinking and doing and whatnot because there's no fucking ROI in the long term. In the short term, like, and this is not the whole point. In the short term, there is some kind of ROI, like return of investment, the investment of actually smoking the fucking cigarette. The return is that you're going to have the pleasure 
and that you feel cool maybe and whatever it makes you feel like you know this is the roy of it but in the long term there is no fucking roy at least in my point of view or at least i haven't seen any fucking roy of fucking smoking the only roy there is is that you're gonna just have really bad health and that you're gonna risk actually dying because of it which means and this is something that i've then just figured out or i've just seen is that when you're doing something that is very short-term related you know that just has a lot of Roy, quote-unquote, quote-unquote, actually, in the short term, but there's no fucking Roy in the fucking long term. Then it is actually like, okay, there's gonna be short-term pleasure, but there's not gonna be any pleasure in the long term. But if you kind of just think about thinking long-term, if you kind of think about dealing long-term or just doing things long-term, long-term goal-setting, then it is actually gonna be short-term pain and long-term pleasure. And if you're going for the short term, it's going to be short term pleasure and long term pain. And so let's talk about a few things that you could, for example, be doing that is long term related or long term thinking. And I would actually say work is unless you actually, well, even though it is something like a two sided sword, I guess it's called. I, I'm, I'm really bad with those kind of phrases, but um if you're working, you're basically trading your time and just because I've wrote down that trading, because I really think it is somehow trading, you're basically trading work for something else. It's quite the exact same thing you're doing with money. Like you're just using money to get something else and you're using time and work and whatnot. Maybe even you're sacrificing something could also be the thing for, for something, whether it be a business, whether it be money, whether it be something else, whether it be actually business and money and success and these things. But the thing is, If you are working, you're having short-term fucking pain. But in the long term, you're going to have a business. In the long term, you're going to be able to provide for your family. In the long term, you're maybe even going to be able to build a business that's going to be in your fucking family for the next hundreds of decades, which is going to provide a lot of value and a lot of wealth to the family and to your grandchildren and their children and their children and their children because you've started something, which is kind of cool. Actually, really cool as I'm just thinking about it. And so the whole point is that go for the short-term pain. Basically, I do not really want to say that the short-term pain is going to be like devastating and that you're going to die because of the fucking pain, but there is going to be some sort of pain. You know, there has to be some sort of trade-off. Unless, you know, let's, for example, talk about work. If you're working on something that you just like to work on, you know, and then there is no fucking pain in the short term, basically. Um, To be a little bit realistic, I guess, there is always, like, no matter what good you want to do or no matter what good you want to build, there is always a lot of work involved, you know? Everything that's good just takes some time and it takes also just a lot of fucking work. And I wouldn't necessarily say that this is something bad, since, like, why would you then do it if it wasn't difficult, if it wasn't hard, if it wasn't involving a lot of time, and maybe even money. Why would you do it then? Like, there is, I think, no reason why you would be doing something like that. If it wasn't difficult, if it wasn't just evolving a lot of money that you have to put into it, that you have to invest, and all those things. But something that I have realized through thinking about the whole long-term and, and short-term thing is that you actually also have to be patient. If you're going for the long-term, which is something that a lot of people are not doing, unfortunately, you know, because I think one of the easiest examples might be working out. If you're working out, then it is definitely long-term, long-term thinking. You know, of course, working out isn't kind of the worst thing you can be doing. Like, it is cool and it is actually pretty, it's pretty much a privilege, privilege to, is this called privilege? You know what I mean. 
to be able to work out actually, you know, because a lot of people do not even have to work out because they have to fucking work so fucking much in their fucking life that there is no fucking space for working out and or energy. On the other hand, you know, and some other people do not really have, like, you always can work out, but the thing is some people, yeah, they are really not in a position and there is no reason for them to do to, to do so. Maybe in their mind, maybe in society as well, but, you know, I think this this is actually another topic for another episode. But you have to be patient for thinking long-term, you know, because you basically, and you, you also have to have a lot of faith, I would say. You know, because if you feel like, and this is also something that I had to deal with, actually, if you feel like that in the, in the long future or in the far future, there is going to be something. There is going to be something that is good. There is going to be something that you like to have. There is going to be something that is actually worth the whole pain that you're having in the short term. Then you definitely have to be patient because you don't even know if it is going to be there and when it's going to be there. You don't know that. And therefore, you actually have to have a lot of patience for being long-term thinking or a long-term thinker. And this is something that I've realized, you know, because if you're just going for the short term, of course, you don't have to be very patient. It's not good, but you don't have to be very patient. And something else that really reminded me on that is the whole marshmallow experiment. I don't know if you know that, but essentially it is you're having... The thing is, you can either take one marshmallow, marshmallow right now, or you can have two marshmallows, but the two are going to be just available in a specific amount of time that you don't know. And this is the experiment. And the experiment is done, I guess, with babies, actually, and or with really young children. Either one of those. I'm not really quite sure, but it's. I think it's going to be just very, very, very young children just to, to see if they have a lot of willpower or not, or if their tank of willpower, as I'm quite often talking about it, or if I have been talking about it, if they're having just a full tank of willpower or not, you know, and or how big their fucking tank is, because, and this really also in the end is also some kind of long-term thinking, because in the long term, you're going to have two fucking marshmallows. You don't know when. You have to be patient, and you also have to have faith in whatever it is, in whatever you're working on, in whatever you're believing in, in whatever what. But in the end, you're going to have two fucking marshmallows. Or you can just take the one marshmallow, marshmallow, and that's then it. But you're going to have it right now, and it is for sure that you're gonna have it. So first of all, there is no risk involved. Something that I've also just realized, that there is just a lot of risk in long-term thinking. It is, and I'm just seeing it as well. Like, I don't know if this is gonna be worth it in the fucking end. For me, it is worth it quite just up to this point. And I do think this is also one of the reasons why you have to have something that's, uh, that is not really gonna waste a lot of time of yours or a lot of energy as well. And that even though you're not gonna get to where you wanna get to, you're still gonna have something in your hands. You know, I'm having just a bunch of articles in my head right now, a bunch of knowledge in my fucking head, and I'm able to just speak English in a relatively good way, I would say. Like, of course, there are just a lot of mistakes, and I'm not gonna be like, well, I'm really good in English. Um, I think people can understand me, and I think that's quite enough. Some sort of. <laughs> of course, I'm gonna practice, and of course, I'm also gonna evolve in it, and also gonna progress, but I really think that it is actually a pretty good thing if you... And maybe it has also something to do with perspective, of course, because like I can also be like, well, if I'm just not able to just have a podcast that is, I don't know, making money where I can live off of or of which I can live off of, then I failed and then everything is fucked up and I've wasted 10 years of my fucking life. I could also think in that way, but I've learned so much. 
and I've just got skills and I was able to develop my skills actually just very different skills like if it is about designing if it is about cutting videos if it is about speaking English if it is about thinking about things thinking maybe properly some sort if you can actually say that which I assume you can't so yeah I, I really wish that you're turning to long-term thinking long-term goal setting and going for the long term of course it is nothing that's easy eating healthy for the sake of just having a long fucking and good life actually there is eating healthy is one of the things that, that i would actually say is short-term win and long-term win because in the short term you're gonna feel amazing you're gonna have just a lot of energy you're gonna have just i don't know you're just gonna feel good but if you're eating crap all day fucking long you're also gonna feel bad in the short term which is kind of the funny thing, you know? It isn't really a long time until you feel bad after you've eaten fucking 10 burgers from McDonald's. You're gonna feel shit after maybe an hour, maybe two hours. It depends on how you kind of digest those things. But if you eat healthy, there is no fucking trade-off. Maybe there is some sort of a trade-off in terms of pleasure, in terms of, okay, fucking McDonald's tastes good. For some people, I wouldn't necessarily say so. Like, I mean, like, it was made to be tasting good. It was made to just, like, yeah, there, there is science behind it. And we actually went through this on a podcast. So yeah, this is just something that I do want to point out. Long-term thinking, try it. Try to be patient. Try to just go for the risk. Try to just do something that's going to be something in the long term. Like it is, as I'm thinking about it, like, and even just because this is something that I've forgotten to mention, the whole marshmallow experiment, people don't know if it is actually better to have just the long-term thinking and going for the two marshmallows in the end, or if it is actually better to take the marshmallow, but you for sure have one marshmallow. Because in the end, like I've always been thinking, and I guess it's been an article that I've been reading on this particular topic, but it is, it's been also something that I've been thinking about. What's smarter? What is smarter? Because I kind of feel like that in the end, if it is about just living life, if it is about just being, for example, in the Stone Age and living your life there, taking the one fucking marshmallow is probably going to be a better thing to do compared to taking two marshmallows, maybe, because you don't actually know if there's going to be two marshmallows, you know, you don't even have one, because in the end, it is about surviving. And I don't know if your chances are going to be better if you're going for the long term and if you're going to just take the risky way, if it is about just dying or fucking living. I don't know, like, in such terms, it's complicated. It really is. And therefore, the whole marshmallow experiment is some sort of a also two-edged sword. It's not two-sided, it's two-edged sword. And, like, yeah, think about it. You know, would by the way, it would really be nice if you just hit me up in the comments and or on social media if you're on a podcast. All the links should be down in the show notes and also in the podcast. So please hit me up there if you want to just ask me something, if you want to tell me something. I'm always there really quite always but let's head into some reddit questions so here we are the first one i think i've made peace with being single and i gotta have to be saying like this is something that i really truly have to be pointing out if this makes any sense this english sentence i don't actually know <laughs> but uh, i'm not a single at this point of time and i haven't been in uh, think two more than two years like two years in a few months i think it's it's three months you know, I'm just, I'm not that good of a calculator in my fucking head or whatever it is. But the thing is, there are definitely upsides and also downsides. Definitely. This is definitely something that I can point out. This is definitely something that I can say. There are just upsides of being a single and there is also downsides of being a single. And these are just things that really depend on how you think about them. 
Like, of course, maybe some people are going to be like, well, you're always alone. Like, there's nothing you can talk to. But if you're having a lot of friends and if you're having good family and if you're having a lot of people in your family that are talking with you, then, of course, you're going to have some people around probably always. So, I don't know. Like, it is really... So, she and or he says, I think I've finally done it, you guys. There is no need for me to waste energy getting vehemently jealous of every couple I see. As long as I keep doing my thing, continue exercising and loving myself, I will be okay. And I need to live my life for me. Which might also be something like, if you're truly doing a lot of things, like for me it might be recording and, and doing all the other things that I'm having to do and or that I'm willing to do. It is not really about I'm having to do them, some sort of, some sort of as well, actually because I kind of am addicted to it, to really be honest, I'm sort of, but like it is not always easy, you know, exercising, doing, just having a side hustle, then your actual hustle, all these things, it is not really easy when you're not single, you know, when you're having a girlfriend, when you're having a wife, it is not easy, and of course then having a wife and or just a girlfriend that is maybe appreciating that even and or just accepting that is something that I can point out might be truly valuable for you. <laughs> it really is like there's going to be a lot of, I don't know, arguments, debates, um, questions, tough things just, tough things, you know, especially if you're in the beginning as I am, you know, especially if what you have been doing up to this point hasn't shown a lot of results, especially when you're doing something that might be a little bit different than what all the other people are doing. But I don't know, just if you're believing in it and if you think that this is going to lead to something and you think that it is good and great and whatnot, then I think that you should at least try it, try it out, you know, and see if it's, yeah, if it's moving something. So this is a picture. Time is ticking, do more with each day. The Clockman, which is, I guess, a poem, maybe, I don't know. So how much will you pay for an extra day, question mark? The Clockman asked the child. Not one penny, the answer came, for my days are as many as smiles. So how much will you pay for an extra day? He asked when the child was grown. Maybe a dollar or maybe less. For I have plenty of days of my own. How much will you pay for an extra day? He asked when the time came to die. All of the pearls in all of the seas and all of the stars in the sky. From Sel Silverstein, everything on it. And this is particularly true. Even though I really have... Like, it is true. But I still have to say that... In the very beginning, like my time is worth nothing, basically nothing. Like, of course, I'm, I'm just having a limit of limited, a, a limited amount of time. It is the truth. But I mean, like, I'm not making any money in the, like, if it is really about compensating my fucking time, there is, there is no need of compensation, basically, because my time is worth nothing, because I'm not having any opportunity costs in the end then. You know, if I would be doing something else, you know, something else, rather than the thing that I actually should be doing that's making me money. The whole point is I'm not making any money. Therefore, my time is also worth quite nothing. In the end, even though, like, I hope you get what I mean, this is some kind of a different perspective on the whole topic, since time and just lack of time and having too much time and all those things are topics that are discussed in society very heavily, especially in terms of, like, like, yeah, you know, I'm only having a limited amount of time. You know, you shouldn't be wasting my time because my time is so valuable. Yeah, of course, I can understand that. Of course, it is the truth. But in the end, if there is no, if you're not making any money in the time that you have just lost, quote unquote, 
then your time is basically worth nothing in the now. If you can understand what I mean. I hope. I hope you do. And yeah, yeah, you do. I know. I love triangle. What the fuck? Uh, like, I can assume it is something fucked up. I'm gonna upvote it so that somebody else can read through it and whatever. So my therapist recommended that I read some Kurt Vonnegut. Where should I start? He thinks that Vonnegut will inspire me to be more creative, specifically to be able to channel my anger into writing, which might be something that works for you. But I also have to say, like, there are many, many, many different ways of being creative or to be creative, like it also could be just designing something, making art in just the traditional sense of painting something. You could be just making some murals, you could be an, an object designer, like doing something with clay or doing something with something else, just modeling something basically in the end. But of course you could be writing, you could also be podcasting, you could also be making YouTube videos if this is something that you're just comfortable with. Like, there's so many different ways of being creative, and I guess we all are creative in the first place, or we have been in the first place, you know, because all the children are creative. Some sort of, like, of course, there's going to be just more creative children and just less creative, which is, we have to d differentiate here. But, but yeah, I kind of feel like that this is something that we have lost over the years, and I'm actually very fortunate that I am attending a creative school so I'm actually a, a graphic designer and it's a lot of fun you know it's a lot of I think it is also like like therapy for some people I don't know if I would be feeling differently if I would be attending another school I don't know if I I, I really think that it changed me to some degree as well and I think it's been a really great part of becoming who I am at this point in time not only because of the things that I've experienced in this five years but also because of school itself I guess I really think. But yeah, let's actually go through another one. And the last one, I went to the movie. That, that's a cool one. That's a cool one. And that's also a pretty interesting one. So I went to the movies alone and that's okay. I literally had no one to invite, but I really wanted to watch that movie. And I mean, I really wanted to. So I went there alone. I, quite, I cried during sad scenes. I laughed at funny scenes and I applauded when it ended. I think nobody even noticed I was there. Nobody talked to me, not even looked at me. It was very liberating. You know, I've learned that little things like these have a lot to do with self-love. Actually, I think I'm going to do the cinema. I'm going to go to the cinema alone more often. It was a cool experience. Just wanted to share this with you. I think I'm doing the thing. I'm doing the right thing. And we should all just be doing the right thing. Not the easy thing, but the right thing. Even though it's just not always easy. Of course, you know, because we are choosing to not do the easy thing, but the right thing. But yeah, um, this is going to be the end of the episode. I do hope that my talking was quite okay today. I somehow feel like that it has been fine. It's not been great. And I do also hope that there haven't been too many sounds in the background since, yeah, there is just some people in my home, in my flat, which are somehow like louds, I guess. And, and like, yeah, and, and having younger siblings and whatnot is also not doing anything better. But yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I really am. I appreciate it. Um, but I also appreciate that you went through this whole episode with me. If you're at this point of the episode, I'm sorry. Um, so yeah. I, I, I truly appreciate that. Like I appreciate it more than I can even explain it and or say it now. It's amazing. It, it really is. And I really have to be thankful for it. And I am 
thankful for that. So please consider subscribing to the podcast and also subscribing to the YouTube channel. If you've really kind of thought like, well, well, this is a mixture of a mixture. What the fuck? A mixture of well and wow. If you kind of feel like, well, this episode's this episode was really valuable, then it would just really mean the world to me if you would be subscribing to this podcast and also to the sub <laughs> and also to the YouTube channel. I'm gonna end the episode there. Um I wish you the best health of happiness and all success and I also hope that you're going to remind yourself when you're gonna be remembered, which basically means that you just are going to be a nice person and then also going to be remembered as a nice person which is something that is quite fine you know which is something that you can be doing but yeah um three other questions that i hope that you're going to ask yourself are why are you here what are you trying to change and what is bothering you the most these three questions are hopefully going to show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea since a lot of companies started out with doing something that really pissed them off before you know and there's probably also something like that in your life which is probably or yeah potentially or like there's a really high chance that nobody solved that up to this point because if it wasn't solved or if it was solved then you wouldn't feel bad if this makes sense, I don't know. I, I'll see you the next time, and I totally appreciate it. I appreciate the time that you're spending on this. I, I, I really have to thank you. I'm gonna see you the next time, I hope.